0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 5 2019 the semi-daily news that even plants crave, and anchors number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from IGN and written by Colin Stevens. Ubisoft teasing new Ghost Recon announcement. Ubisoft is teasing a Ghost Recon announcement by unveiling Skellcon, a fictional convention related to Skell Technology, a corporation heavily associated with the Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. The official Skell Technology website is now promoting Skellcon, advertising this May 9th, 2019 event at 11.30 a.m. Pacific Time. What this announcement will be is still unknown, but many fans, including those on Reddit, are hoping for something related to Ghost Recon Wildlands 2. The fictional scale is known for creating technology for both military and civilian uses, notably drone and camouflage tech. Though a sequel to Wildlands is certainly possible, Ubisoft announced on Tuesday that the original Wildlands, which was released just over two years ago, would receive new DLC involving a character played by Punisher actor Joe Bernthal. This DLC sees his character Cole Walker taking on Operation Oracle, a mission to rescue a scale tech engineer taken hostage by Unidad. This free update was released yesterday starting... An extended free weekend of Wildlands for PC, PS4, and Xbox One through May 5th. Guys, I have this game in my library and need to download it. I've been told I need to play this game. I need to play it, but this sounds awesome. I'm down for it. Second is from IGN and written by Matt Perslow. Matt Perslow dominated the news today, so get ready for a lot of Matt Perslow. First five Call of Duty League teams announced. Activision has announced the first five eSport teams taking part in the upcoming Call of Duty League. As part of the company's first quarter earnings results yesterday, Activision announced that the city of Atlanta, Dallas, New York, Paris, and Toronto will all have teams compete in the new global league. Atlanta's team will be owned by Atlanta Esports Ventures, the Dallas team by Envy Gaming, the New York team by Sterling VC, the Paris team by Contact Gaming, and Toronto team by Overactive Media. The structure of the league and city-based team franchises is akin to the Overwatch League, which Activision Blizzard has experienced solid success with over the last year. (coughs) Next, in each of the five founding franchises announced today, we are partnering with existing Overwatch League team owners who have firsthand experience of our esports vision and capabilities and recognize the scale of the opportunity for a global city based Call of Duty League, said Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotek in a press release. We look forward to announcing more details around these cities and other team sales in the upcoming months. According to Engadget, the franchise fee for entering a Call of Duty team into the league is $25 million, which puts it in range of the original Overwatch League team's $20 million. Since then, the Overwatch League has increased to between $30 and $60 million per team slot. The league will not begin until 2020, so it is currently unclear as to which Call of Duty title will be used for this sport. Further team owners are due to be announced later this year. Cool. I mean, it's more esports, which is great. It's making us look good. Now listen up enjoy this ad from anchor third is from ign and written by you guessed it matt perslow new call of duty game will be revealed before the end of june that's right there's lots of call of duty news the next call of duty game will be revealed within the next two months during yesterday's activision financial call which discussed the results of the company's first quarter 2019 it was confirmed that the next game in the long running series would be revealed later on in 2019 second quarter the second quarter of 2019 will end on june 30th E3 2019 sits squarely within the quarter but it seems more likely that Activision may opt to announce this year's Call of Duty at a dedicated event prior to E3 as it did for Black Ops 4 last year. The call offered no information about the upcoming game but we do know that it will feature a story campaign (laughs) that it is Infinity Ward on duties for this year's entry that it is due for release in the traditional Q4 slot. That's right. Uh, Last year's uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 did not feature a campaign they couldn't get it done so we got the battle royale mode uh blackout which i don't know i kind of hope blackout goes to be its own thing standalone. alone maybe they go free to play who knows but more call of duty woop woop. and last is from ign and once again written by matt perslow bioware is 100 committed to anthem despite key staff leaving BioWare has stated that it remains 100% committed to Anthem. Despite speculation that the studio is reducing support for the game and moving resources into development of Dragon Age 4, which is super smart, lead producer on Anthem Michael Gamble retweeted Chad Robertson, BioWare's head of live service, who emphasized that the studio's complete commitment to Anthem. Gamble notes that speculation around BioWare's support for the sci-fi looter shooter is incorrect and the commitment to the project remains strong. Speculation over Bioware support for Anthem comes in the wake of reports claiming that major players in the game's development team have been moved off the project and onto the upcoming Dragon Age title. GamesRadar reports that executive producer Mark Dara, lead director Jonathan Warner, and Michael Gamble have all stopped work on Anthem, although Warner is set to return after a sabbatical. Chad Robertson and lead producer Ben Irving are now the people to talk to regarding the future of Anthem. I'm sure they're super happy about that, according to a tweet from Gamble. Mark Dara recently tweeted a tease that suggests he is working on Dragon Age 4, adding further fuel to the speculation around Anthem's future. It is not unusual for key creative staff to move on to new projects after the launch of a game, with the post-release maintenance and development left to a smaller team. However, even if this is a standard industry maneuver, it is understandable why Anthem fans would be disappointed in the news due to the rocky state of the game. Having lead producers leave the project can appear like abandonment, especially considering updates have been delayed. This is wild. Anthem has been this like this case study for what not to do with games. I wanted to give it like all the benefit of the doubt, but uh, they just, you know, <laughs> BioWare continues to show like that they are just dead in the water and they don't know what to do so i hope they can bring it back uh and i hope those people who really do enjoy anthem are going to get the you know the justice they deserve they're going to get the updates they deserve but ugh, it's looking dicey and that is the news for today thanks for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on anchor the podcast app we use to record the show if you'd like to support the podcast within listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, four ninety-nine, or nine ninety-nine 99 per month. Next, find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.